So, you know, what I was saying, oh, this is my little bucket questions if we even get to this, uh, was like, it's, I, w I feel like if I was in, you know, the UK, I would be doing one of, like a recording with someone every single day. Just because everyone's around, it'd be as easy as like a phone call, be like, oh hey, whoever's, like, you just want to chit chat tonight? We're in the same time zone, we like... We're both off of work at the same time. You know, I think it'd be easy. Yeah, I mean, everyone actually does live, like, kind of quite spread out. But uh, with, like, trains and stuff, it's pretty accessible. Um, but I also think just having, like, that, you know, it seems like we're riding a lot. But actually, like, all together. But really, it's just the once a month. But everyone just, like, really locks down that date and is keen and just, like, gets there. And then we all just kind of session so it is kind of it's quite motivating and then even when you are away it's like oh well it's only like you know three or four weeks to the next one so yeah yeah well and even just like all living in the same place we're gonna head of ourselves uh say your name who are you who are you on the podcast today oh yeah i'm tiran nankaville tiran we're hanging out we're chit-chatting about hopefully unicycling at some point right now we've been talking about some of our podcast stuff a little bit uh, my internet is going in and out a little bit, so this video is going to be wonky, but it's all about the audio, right, guys? And then, Tyrion, don't let me forget, like, I had, I had a lot of complaints that we were talking about, like, lots of street stuff, but not, like, explaining to people what street stuff was, so if we, if we talk about anything technical, you got to remember that we gotta, we got to explain it to the listeners out there. Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah, absolutely. We'll break it down. Um, so, and then, you know, the other thing I've never figured out with the podcast stuff is, like, everyone's doing the podcast recording with their phones. Uh, maybe I'm just lazy and haven't taken the time to look into that stuff, but I, I, I feel like it's beyond me to figure out how to do it with, like, just phones with people. Yeah, I mean, whatever works, really. Um, yeah, I don't really know how to do, I, I'm not good at the recording stuff side either myself, so, I mean... Yeah, whatever works. You know, someone calls you like, hey, let's record stuff. You're like, okay, I'll just call me and record it. <laughs> yeah, just jump on, press press record on one device, have the other on another device, use multiple devices, just as long as you can hear the conversation and something's <laughs> recording, must should turn out all right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, so, Tyrion, uh, you are probably most famous, correct me if I'm wrong, for your unicycle <laughs> maintenance video, right? Oh, absolutely. Uh, that is that is probably one of the top top rated ones, I would say. Though when I actually played it at Canada, they're like, "What's that?" I personally was all in. I love. I was just <laughs> like, I you know, I don't think some people haven't like actually like taken apart their own wheels, putting their wheels back together, relaced and trued their own wheels. Like I've 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 personally done, had to do all that stuff and mess with every stupid part to hammer it off my unicycle. <laughs> And so, like, what you were talking about, I was just, like, when I was there. I was, like, all into it. <laughs> to me, still one of the favorites. Uh, if anyone has not seen Tyrion's unicycle maintenance video, we'll link it in, like, the show notes and all that crap. You know. Yeah. But I, I, I'm. But the, the funny thing is, Phil, is that I'm actually that bad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 part of the video was, you know, exaggerating a few things. But, like, gener generally speaking, I'm pretty bad. Like, I don't know how to true a wheel that oh, well. Not really, yeah. At who, all. Who? Actually, like, that's that's tricky. He's going to buy a tiring stand. Yeah, I know. I need one of them. That's what I need. I just need to get, like, all the equipment properly, have it all laid out. Um, but, I, you know, I still don't. But, you know, pulling off my first tire, I think I actually pulled off my first tire for the first time just when there was, like, no one around and no event coming up where someone could maybe do it for me. 
um which yeah. is uh pr like, pretty bad really that i just yeah that you know, i kind of just weighed it out well yeah i give it a go but yeah it was no good but then i discovered that they, you know tire levers are a really helpful thing because people would just <laughs> really go and show helpful. me my first introduction was like oh yeah you just like just find whatever you can put it into the tire and then just like a stick then, or yeah, rock yeah exactly and then just like kind of rip it off and i was like that's so difficult and then discovered these things called tire levers and turns out it's really easy and you know you you get that tire that's finally worn in enough you could you just you just roll it off for nothing yeah, I, you know later and you're like I, that's when you're like maybe i should get a new tire yeah I don't know. exactly yeah i don't get it I, I don't i don't know how people do it but i guess uh, just practice yeah especially when you you know you have those old like alex 32 rims where like you you're breaking off plastic levers yeah like every time you try to get the tire because <laughs> the rim is like so so tall compared to the tire yeah uh, if you've never ridden an alex 32 rim guys that was like the first trials rim out there i i'm probably gonna put a new wheel together Ooh. back here with one just now well that sounds exciting yeah i don't know i don't know if you saw but i obviously uh destroyed my uh my 20 inch wheel uh this last week i was doing a you know uh, i did an outflip off of uh we have like a small box and a big box at our skate park and i had just got my my wheel from the bike shop that day no way uh yeah so it was like brand new trude repaired it did have a bit a little bit of a, a squish in it so like uh I, you know i think my curse is i i don't actually record enough of my riding uh because i have i have been going pretty hard on this wheel it's not like i haven't been like i haven't been keeping up with it like i've been there's a couple there's this big blocky thing downtown in my city that's been built and i Mo's jumped off at first. I'm like, well, if Mo's could do it, I could jump off it. I jumped off it a few <laughs> times, and I, you know, I'm a hun 220 pounds, so I'm not a light person. And you know, the wheel did not like break, like because it was a 20 inch wheel. I put like work onto that wheel into the last uh, in the last few months. Um, but you know, I, I, I messaged Marco about it, and he was like, you know, if you break three spokes, the rule, the rule, the bike shop rule is, if you break three spokes, you got to rebuild the wheel. I don't know if you've ever heard that. Nah. nah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can't say that I've ever actually done it. I've usually just replaced the spoke, replaced the spoke, replaced the spoke. Because yeah. those nineteen-inch rims, they never break, practically. Yeah. Or not, yeah. not the Dominator two that I've been riding on for the last uh, five years or whatever. <laughs> do, you want, do you want me to fix your wheel for you yeah play yeah will you just unicycle maintenance on it make a video yeah of course yeah i can sort it out because actually i saw the picture on it's on instagram or wherever you posted it and yeah <laughs> you've done a pretty good job of it <laughs> i think if you just glue the seams back together uh it'll be fine yeah i call me ignorant i did not know that welded rims were a thing until i started like looking at more wheel build stuff there you go. I, I had no idea till now. So yeah, me, me, I, I post that and Nemo <laughs> Seedler messages me on Instagram. He's like, oh yeah, buy, buy this rim. It's the one. It's the one that I don't break, says Mimo Seedler. So. Oh, okay. All right. You, it sounds like you're in good hands yeah. then. Good advice. I mean, if he can't break it, I'm probably at least halfway. Like, I could probably do half the damage that he does. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? You mentioned that you um, weren't filming as much. I actually uh, went through your channel and tried to have a, have a watch of some of your videos um, recently and I, unfortunately I, could, I couldn't see too many I don't know whether if you've uh, put any on private or I'll check you haven't that. filmed much in the last few years there just literally isn't that many any unicycle videos that are like legit just unicycle videos there's gotta only be like five on there maybe yeah 
I, I reckon I probably got through about five and that was it. Um, to, to my disappointment, because I was like, oh, surely Phil's <laughs> got heaps of like videos like stacked up. And then I was like, oh, maybe, maybe not. Uh, but I'm telling you, king of three spins, rolling three spins <laughs> down things. Seat forwards or backwards. Very impressive, because that's so hard. so hard not to move the cranks. I literally, I can't do a tray flip to save my life. I can do full-out flips pretty okay, <laughs> you know. But I don't know what happened in my life. I clearly should be trying to do my my three spins off of actually big stuff because I think I could do. I think I could jump a five stair, and do a three spin like no, no, no way. That's uh, crazy. Honestly, um, wow. I don't know. I can't. But like the first time I ever did it was uh, in Madison, Wisconsin uh, during the street comp. I I did one down to three, and I remember because Chris, Chris Hero was judging, and he yeah. like I did it, rolled, did the spin down to three, and he was like what did you just like do it without flipping the cranks how is that even possible but it's it's just the thing i got it's just the thing i got and uh i can do my I, on a good day i've been trying to get him back uh I, I can do my five spins up and down things on occasion uh without spinning the cranks really? either wow but i've never landed a fifth flip for those Not who yet. are listening a five, a fifth flip is a five forty uni spin with a crank flip inside of it. A five spin, of course, referring to a five forty unicycle spin. Three spin, of course, three sixty unicycle spin. Uh, yep. I have a little notoriety in the uh, fact that I do a lot of my spins without doing a crank flip in them, which is untraditional for street riding. Absolutely, got to got to carve out your niche though. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, in the in the unicycling world. That's it. Uh, do did you ever ride or know who Jackie Sand Sandberg was? Uh, like a street rider, <laughs> if you will. He's a street rider. I should air quotes it. He was a street rider. <laughs> uh, from like out of the early two thousands. Did no. He didn't have a no lot idea. of videos, but he had a handful of videos where he just did like ridiculous stuff. Uh, oh, I know one. Uh, did you ever see? Um, it was like Universe 2, maybe, or Defect, I can't remember which, where the guy, the Muni guy, jumps off the huge thing and lands and he breaks the profile crank off. Yeah, vaguely, uh, I have seen both, so. I think it's, uh, it's Ryan Atkins or somebody. He, like, jumps off the thing, lands, and breaks it. Jackie Sandberg, with Dan Heaton, went to Moab, and he jumped off of it and landed it, like, with Dan Heaton, like, watching. Uh, wow. So that's, like, his, like... Claim to flame. And then he did this 360 spin. You know, like, Mario Bell did his, like, three spins off of crazy stuff. There's a couple of videos of him doing it, like, off of stuff that was over my head. Because uh, I, I, I used to ride with him back in the day. I'll see if I can have those videos down. Those are some pretty gnarly videos. Um, and then, uh, I don't know, this is probably not important, but he's also, like, very... He, he was very uh, into being gay and being a gay unicyclist. So, like, he was, like, gay and rode really hard, which... You know, I don't, those things don't stack up in, like, the world of, like, cool factors, but to me, at the time, it was, like, things he, like, really hopped on to. That is what Yeah, I'm I was about. like, you know what, I know, I, yeah, I was like, I know who to, I know who to send this to now. Yeah, so, yeah, I, you know, um, I'm starting to find myself a little niche in the custom unicycle world thing. Absolutely. I think also, um, the only, the only, only problem I have is if I send you my carbon base, then I've, got only got a plastic base to ride and i'm telling you as soon as you do like a crank flip or if i do a crank flip or a double flip whatever like yeah see you later like it's gone uh so i don't know if i want to give up riding so i might just continue in the meantime that's true um, you know pick up some yeah. some uni in the meantime or something like that uh you know you could always get the handle saddle you know 
True. It's pretty solid. True. True. Oh uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. I don't know how I feel. I don't know how I feel about it. I don't know. I've wrote it a little bit, but I just yeah, I don't know. Big change. But I know people. I know you people just keep writing and keep getting used to it. But yeah, I don't know. The more that I ride the handle saddle, Mad for One, by the way, Mad for One handle saddle. If you guys have never seen it, check it out. Uh, the more I like it. And it, it's, it is annoying to land on. I will say this. Like, I have the fattest foam. And yeah. I, you know, I, I'm a big guy. I probably got, like, bigger seat bones than the average. So sometimes when I come down really hard or if I come too far back, I, my bones hit the metal parts of the handle. That being said, one thing that's so, so nice about it is that your grip is the same everywhere. You know how sometimes, like, you go to, like, grab the seat quickly and you don't... You don't quite grab it in the right place, or you're a little off. Yeah, like, ah, yeah. You know, it's a little off. Your fingers too far forward or back uh, when you're going to spin or outflip or something like that. And it's no matter where you grab it, how you grab it, it's just that bar, and you can get your fingers all the way around it. And I found that even if I get like a sloppy grab on it, I, it feels okay to just throw and do something out with it. So well, that's good. That's good. Do you do you get your hands like kind of stuck in the gaps at all? Because you know, with the with the handle, like with the uh, you know the handle with the hole in it, and some people get their fingers caught in it. Yeah, I imagine. I know it's got more space, like to get your hand caught in there at times when you do tricks or. or the not. holes are really big, so it's not like you know those little. Some of the handles have like the really tight gap, and you kind of get your fingers jammed in there. They're so big that usually you can like. There's room to land. I have only had one issue where I threw a trick really sloppy. I, I would chalk this up to bad technique more than the handle saddle's fault, where I was trying to do a bay flip, and I, like, jumped on the tire and slipped and kind of, like, didn't let go of the seat, and so I kind of came down and squished my hand, like, right here. Like, but that, like, landing on it wrong. But I, like, made a mental note of that, and it's never happened since, you know? I made sure I, like, grabbed it right rather than grabbed it, like, shitty and sloppy if you will yeah yeah all right okay cool because i was just imagining like your whole hand going through like landing a trick <laughs> yeah like, oh crap <laughs> and then i don't know if you see how like clement has had his handle saddle up he has it like all taped up all the way around so like yeah. his hands can't go through the handle which i think is a good idea i'm just i'm not ready to start modifying it yet i'm still like in the testing it out yeah. phase if you will uh, but I did land on the nose of it that one time. I don't know if you saw that on my on my thirty fourth birthday, and I just bent the crap out of my uh, mat for one C post because it, it is it is really rigid, which is nice, like for tricks and stuff. But it also is not forgiving if you land on it too. Um, what's the, what would you say is your uh, when you think of like the parts you've had? What would you say is like? your favorite unicycle part and second part question unicycle part you always wanted but never but never attained never got them. I'm, I'm not super like whatever size crank whatever kind of type of frame or like and the, all the small details i don't mind because i find that i just get used to it like so you have like the initial change you know you might go from an impact to a kh or whatever and then it feels like a little bit weird to begin with yeah um but then you just get used to it um Honestly, like as I said before, the Pit Fighter three seat post is probably like my favorite because it's just never broken. It's just been one hundred percent reliable, um, and that's just saved a lot of hassle in me. I think it's so interesting that like all the carbon fiber seat bases that get have been made in the past, like they've been made, they've been wildly successful, 
Like even the UDC ones, I've broken I've broken three UDC CF bases, but I would buy them endlessly. Like if yeah. if they were still out there. Uh, and they, people just stop making them. I don't know if they're just hot, a lot of effort to make or something like that. But uh, you know, I have a well, Scott, Scott Wallace C, uh, CF base. Have you ever seen that one? No, I haven't actually. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll have to run upstairs and grab it. So I left it upstairs. But they ha- it takes the uh, Thompson seat post, so it's only two bolts. Okay. But I don't think anyone has ever broken one. Wow. All right. Uh, and it's the one that Max Schultz, I know, has like always, always ridden with. Because he got one back in the day. And even with his cage stuff, he swapped it out. And he never, ever broke his uh, Thompson seat post. Because it, it's like folded in and then out again and so like it's crazy stiff and supported through the whole thing uh drawbacks is it has these custom uh pieces that are used to like sit sit it right on the seat post and if you lose those you like you'll never have it ever again like (laughs) so I, i have to keep it together so i don't lose it yeah right I think um there is the uh there's the new uh carbon saddle that UDC does recently. Have you yeah, seen that? Yeah, the Exceed seat. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, so I guess you know after all these years they finally came back around. It's nice to see it all all in one as well. Yeah, so. yeah, I'm interested. I'm interested in it, but I I'm not gonna lie. The uh the three hundred dollar price point is a bit intimidating for me. Yeah, fair. Uh, but I suppose if you if you break lots of plastic bases, then that's going to add up, you know. So you know, could consider a long term investment. Could you be know, worth it. You know, not that I'm trying to sell. I'm not trying to sell or crap <laughs> on UDC. But like when you look at say the handle saddle, the handle saddle is I think under a hundred dollars. Uh, okay. If you get yeah, it, no, even fair. I think it's uh, eighty, maybe it's eighty nine euros. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and, you know, so like one third the price practically. And it's, uh, I would be, I'm ready to see someone break a handle saddle. I would like to see what that looks like. Cause I think it's going to be really hard. Yeah. Yeah. hundred uh, percent. I can't even imagine what you'd have to try to do that, but I'm just imagining, imagining Clement just doing some crazy trick off like a five meter drop or something ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> I imagine at some point someone's going to bend like the nose of one and I don't know if that might make it better. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, you can pull up, pull up, and more for flips. <laughs> yeah, like uh, Kyle Aviani would be looking for that. Uh, Tiran, uh, tell us, uh, tell us a little bit about your 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 life in unicycling. How did you how did you get started back in the day? Oh, mate, wow. Um, well, I s- how long have you been riding? Yeah, um, good question. I, I've been riding since two thousand and nine, so about eleven, twelve years um, to, to at this point. Um, I, my brother, Brandon, he, he rode, um, the unicycle before me. Um, and, uh, I basically, um, he's, he's my younger brother. Uh, so yeah, he just got one for, he managed to convince my parents to buy one for his, um, like 12th birthday or 11th birthday or something. Um, and you know, eventually my parents caved in, got him one. And then we, you know, we were kind of watching him just ride it and you know, we're like, oh no, it's impossible. There's no way. And then, you know, <laughs> look at you now. Yeah, exactly. Look where we are today. Um, yeah, hundred percent. But yeah, back with him riding, we discovered that like Uninats, um, like which is the Australian Unicycle Championships, um, was a thing. <laughs> uh, there was a unicycling competition, and so um, my brother wanted to go compete in that. So we all went along as a family. And at that point, um, I could only ride. I just learned to ride because I, I like all the sports. I play uh, football or soccer. Um, 
uh, cricket, all that kind of stuff. Mm. Um, no, actually, no BMX or skateboarding or anything Same. like that, though. But yeah, Never just did that. went straight. Just went straight to yeah. the cycling. Yeah, 100%. And I... Yeah, I then just, uh, yeah, I could ride. And then once I got there, I'd seen some of the videos my brother was watching. I think it was like, you know, back when, uh, like, like the Cox One videos, oh, yeah. uh, Steam videos were out. Oh, still, I still watch them to the day. Like, whenever I jump still on my hard so drive, good. I've got, yeah, just, uh, like, and, and it's crazy. Like, you know, back then, like, some of those tricks are still, like, really good today really as well. Really solid. And yeah. big stuff, too. Some of those things that mm. you're doing really big stuff. Yeah, just got like Chris Kovacs throwing like you know fifths down five sets at like back then. It's like okay, yeah, <laughs> like, slow don't down. We're still, yeah. probably, we're still trying to catch up a decade later. Yeah, um, yeah. So then, uh, yeah. So anyway, we um we actually drove to the competition. Um, and as you know, Australia is quite big. Um, US is obviously a bit. Uh, also big. Yeah. yeah, but um, yeah. For those who are maybe in Europe and you know can hop one hour into another country, oh, so it's, yeah, annoying. It's a, yeah um yeah basically yeah we drove like a good you know over across a couple of days to to get to the competition and then uh, yeah that's when i kind of saw the urban stuff in real life and i was just like sold instantly and was like i want to come back next year because i felt like and this is uh, you might be able to relate to this too phil and especially all the beginner riders as well is that like i could ride but and i felt like i was like i was there and like with the group riding from spot to spot because i couldn't do any tricks I didn't really feel like I was like fully part of like what was going on. Yeah, totally. Um, and although, but the thing, and then, you know, part of you goes like, you know, oh, should I be here? Should I not? But obviously like, if you'd ask any unicyclist back then, like, like or even in any group and even going forward and be like, oh yeah, of course you're welcome. Like, you know, like get involved. Everyone wants you still to be there. Um, but I just didn't feel like I probably had like, you know, nothing to offer. Cause I, you know, I was only still quite new to it. Um, but then you know, I just made, uh, when we left the competition, I said to myself, I'm going to come back next year and I'm going to be able to do tricks and I'm going to be able to participate more and it's going to be more fun. Totally. Um, and that was it. Yeah. I feel like, from there. I feel like the thing that unicycles need to hear is like, you're going to go to your first event at some point, whatever your first event is, and you're going to feel like the worst unicyclist there. You know, you're just going to go to an event yeah. and you're that, you're, everyone just has that feeling. We're like, Oh, all these people can do like way more than me and then yeah. you learn that it's like you know it's mostly just confidence like you know like ah just just have fun we're all here to have fun and do the things we want to do but yeah i definitely remember some of my first events were like i i could do almost no tricks when i went to new zealand uh for the first time i had only uh, new zealand was my first unicon and uh uh i had never landed i had only landed like a crank flip and like a three spin that's like all i had ever landed and then yeah. at uh, New Zealand, I landed my first 540 and my first double flip, like both in the same uh, thing. And I was like, oh my God, street, like street, street, street. Amazing. Uh, you know what, yeah. actually, you know, well, what all trials it? till then. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Cool. You know, you know, what was interesting actually is that New Zealand Unicorn was my first Unicorn oh, as well. Right. And I actually, I actually, I actually remember seeing you there, but the thing is, is that like, cause I, I, I cause I went, cause Chris Hero and a few of those guys had, come over to uni nats and yeah. stuff but i didn't really like know them that well because i'd only been to that one uni nats and so um like i, I remember seeing you I don't, I don't think i actually ever spoke to you um at that I uni think we had, I had to, like seeing um, each other i was so overwhelmed yeah. i didn't know anyone and i i had stayed yeah. in the hostel with chris and and some yeah. guys. so i was like i was like starstruck you know just like being in that situation yeah 
Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, because for me, because I was riding with like another group, because uh, once again, I, I think what's also great about you know, what you were saying before about, you know, you kind of come to an event, oh, everyone's like better than me and this and that. Yeah, particularly at like a, you know, a big event like with NAUCC like, or Unicom, whatever it is, there is someone there that's actually at your level and like you can actually, you know, you can actually participate and ride. You're like, everyone's so approachable too, you know, it's like seeing the greatest athletes in the world do the Olympics, you just walk them and ask them questions, They're like, oh yeah, I do mine like this, and you're like, what? Or sometimes they give you that trick and you're like, oh my god, I did not even realize, you know, uh, that you're supposed to do it like this, and I've been trying it like this, or learning yeah. those bad habits and stuff like that. Yeah, it can literally be like one small thing, like, oh, why don't you just like put your hand here, or why don't you just move your foot slightly down here, and you're like... Oh, all of a sudden, like, yeah, becomes possible. Love I, that. Love I, when that happens. I remember learning, like, my trying to learn my spins, and I would hold way up near the nose to spin. And uh, I don't even think until I got down to New Zealand, someone's like, Oh, yeah, yeah, no, spin, like, spin in the center, obviously. Like, you know, you want to spin the center yeah. of the seat rather than <laughs> uh, spinning wide, trying to turn it like a steering wheel or something like that. And I was like, How did I, how did I never think of this? Yeah. <laughs> It's funny how it, yeah, in hindsight you look back and you go, yeah, how, how on earth? <laughs> how did I, how did yeah, I even how, think that was how, logically right? But you know, <laughs> yeah, how many hours did I spend learning it wrong? Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah, that's the thing about writing with people, isn't it? Like I just find that also just the, uh, I don't know, I, I just get like that encouragement, and if you're both like racing to a trick, or it doesn't have to be like that competitive. It can just be like, I'll try this, you try this, or bounce ideas off each other, because that's the thing as well is like it opens up your mind to like new tricks and ideas and then all of a sudden you're like oh i've never even considered trying a, I don't know, a foot jam and then yeah. next thing you know you're landing like new tricks that you just wouldn't have come up with on your own if you're just riding by yourself totally totally uh i think some of the uh uh out games like the online or the facebook out games were the ones where like i never learned any tricks on tire like spins on tire yeah until one of the one of the sets was like a, a 270 to foot jam to 180 on tire and then like back to back to seat in and i was like this is impossible i'll never do it and then i it took me almost no time to play my first 270 i was like oh, oh be, you can do a 360 a 270 yeah. just less obviously and you do it and you land on the turn and you're like oh i was just i was just scared i was just scared of trying this trick it's not that i wasn't yeah. capable and uh yeah you just need someone else to like then i uh, draw the line in the same for you be like no you got to do this you got to do this this trick and no other no shortcuts yeah that's it though so, i uh, i um i i remember i i learned 540 uni spins before i could ride backwards oh, wow that's pretty impressive <laughs> that's i have yeah. those are a huge disconnect <laughs> yeah i'm, I'm i, I kind of want to go for because um i actually can't wheel walk as well oh, really? i haven't i, I, I can't but I have, I've got one rev before, but I really don't feel like that counts. Um, one foot or two feet? Because I was so hyped to get into riding, I just went, I just want to be able to do spins and, like, street. And so That's I just so went cool. for that. I went focused and just did that, um, which, looking back now, I think it's kind of had a little bit of a detriment effect on my riding because I, I don't feel like I feel like 100% in control because I didn't, like, do, like, all the basics, like, that I maybe should have. Yeah. But it has opened open up the opportunity because I think what would be cool is to be the first like person maybe to learn, oh. learn like stand up one foot wheel walk but not be able to wheel walk. 
<laughs> That'd be fun. That'd be fun. Just try to race Simon Barry to, you know, done some, some wheel walks, stand up wheel walk only. Yeah. And, be, and, then, you, and then you try to like, go down to wheel walk and you just, just can't do it. Kevin McMullen. Yeah. It, yeah. You know? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So that, that might be one of my, one of my goals. And for anyone who doesn't know, Kevin McMullen was a classic Dan Heaton era street rider who famously could not ride backwards. He, he yeah. could jump huge staircases and things and, or do 180s and then not be able to ride out of it. <laughs> yeah. Did he just hop twist on the spot then? Is that, or did he just turn it? Because I know there's videos of him doing it, but I can't quite remember. I think the famous clip is like him jumping that like eight stair staircase where he like 180s and he like rides backwards like two revolutions, but then the, like it's like he's falling like out of the frame and then the, like, oh, the clip okay. cuts off. Um, but yeah, I've, I've, you know, I've been told he's learned how to ride backwards since then. The weakness I've been really feeling uh, in recent years is uh, my flatland. Um, I I have done rolling wrap. I've done some uh, some back rolls, but the I I feel like there's just all this time I have where like when I'm warming up or practicing, I should be practicing flatland tricks. But they're really I, I I've been trying to do more this year, and they're so humbling. They're so much harder than I ever, like, ever thought. And now I go back and watch old, like, Flatland videos, and I'm like, oh, my God, this is insane. Like, this is so much more insane than I gave it credit because I've been trying to do some of this. You just think, like, rolling wraps, for example. Oh, yeah, that's, like, the basic Flatland trick, you know, uh, where, and if you, uh, you know, you just got to do it a little bit, and that, like, like a, like, I don't know, like, idling, you know, you just got to get your rolling wraps down, like, idling, and then it's no big deal. And it, they yeah. are honestly hard and really hard to get consistent oh so hard like i think they're way harder to get consistent than spin off flip tricks totally. um, obviously it might be de dependent on the right rider but yeah it really you know, when you see the top riders like and how consistent they are you're just like damn you've practiced like so much you make that look so easy and i think when really it's so difficult it's like an exertion thing like for a three spin the exertion is like a moment you know you jump yes you jump and you go and like you know there's a lot of opportunity to like relax after you throw it uh you know you can catch it early you can land on the ground and catch it there's like a lot of fudge room but you know yeah. any flatland trick for those who don't know a rolling wrap is a trick where you roll all the way around roll the wheel in a completely revolution while staying on the cranks you know without jumping essentially look it up rolling wrap it's a classic flatland trick uh uh you're on through the whole trick you have to you're, you know there's not a, a break uh, a a relaxing moment in it. It's you're on through the whole maneuver, and that's I think what's so challenging about it. Yeah, and then obviously you know just the I think once you kind of get a few a, a small foundation, then it just opens up like so many possibilities because there's obviously just like infinite amount of combos that you can do. Totally. Very very satisfying when you like start linking a few together. But yeah, like that, that, that's what I really like about like about it, is that you can just incorporate you know you can start incorporating anything anything you, you know, can do it, and, coasts yeah. all of it and obviously you can do crane flips in spins out and in like they can be part of the yeah. rolls and stuff like that um i've really felt that way about like the 270 on tire like we were just talking about like i felt like before i tried it i was like okay 90 back down you know and then just one of these and three spins but as soon as i did the 270 you're like oh you can do 270 up 270 down i can do the one as soon as i felt comfortable spinning the unicycle more and landing on the tire it's like oh it's easy to do 180s down tire like no big deal uh and just throw combinations of that until you like unlock it as you were saying you know 
you don't realize that it could just be the link between all these maneuvers. Someone who's maybe new to it will just look all the same. It just looks the same. You know, I, I, ride, I ride around friends who don't ride quite a bit, and I'm like, I'll do a hard trick, an easy trick, whatever, and they just say, like, oh, it just looks like you're... You do little spinny do's, you know, little spinny tricks on the unicycle. It just all looks the same to them. I'm like, you don't understand how technical and, min you know, yeah. <laughs> I, all the little minuscule movements that make this possible. And I think Flatland sometimes is very much the same way. It's, it's like probably, you know, similar to I would say like freestyle. It's some of the most technical riding, full of subtleties, small, small changes in maneuvers, like... Mm. Every rider has like every little individual style, even for doing the same maneuvers. You know, some people's rolling wraps, just as an example, is really, really tight and clean looking. Like, you know, the, the seat really moves. Other riders' rolling wraps are really wild, where the seat like flies out really wide. They push super hard. And, yeah. Uh, I like all of it and everything in between. Yeah. I same here. Also. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Yeah, but he's, yeah, he's got to be, he's really got to be on it. I feel like. I'm not, I'm only just starting to kind of get the hang of like linking, you know, maybe three or four kind of roles together on a more consistent basis. But I think, yeah, once again, if I'm only practicing them, you know, and then obviously it's hard to find time to practice everything though, isn't it? Like, you know, I want to work on so spins hard. and flips one day, then I want to go practice them straight for a bit. Then I want to actually go, oh no, but I need to do the roles this week or else like, what if I lose them or, and then next thing you know, like, you know, that's, that's like three sessions in a week. And like, I mean, these and, days, yeah. How do I get three yeah, sessions in, right, in a week? Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, like rode, I, I rode last week. I, I, every day I'm like, okay, I'm going to wake up early and ride this week. It's, um, it's almost like, uh, it's like, 35 degrees almost 40 degrees here right now and you just can't ride in that you know it's just way too hot um yeah but i tell myself i'm gonna wake up and do it and pff, probably not gonna ride till saturday you know <laughs> yeah yeah there is that like uh you know we were discussing just a little bit before the podcast um with like you know finding time to ride definitely as kind of ages go on you know different priorities kind of come into your life and stuff but i also think at the same time that like you know if you, you really true you can always make time for it like yeah you know you only need a you only need a half an hour session like if you've got somewhere nearby that you can go do that um then it's like it's actually very doable to keep on top of it but you know yeah I, I, so i yeah i kind of see um, Go for sorry, it. Sorry, I said. Um, yeah, like you know, if you if you go to university or like extra study after school or even in school, like that, that's when you actually have the most time to ride. But at that time, you might not feel like it because you know you're studying, like you know trying to get good grades, do well, put in the time for that. But when you've got the most free time, um, so, so like definitely, definitely use it. Doing that. Um, because yeah. yeah more priorities will come and you will get you know a little bit less time to write sorry about recording so i'll be in weird over here be ready for a fun crazy video everybody uh yeah you're you're uh, what happens with my program sometimes you get bigger you get smaller you get bigger you get smaller you get bigger you get smaller and yeah you're just changing sizes all over the place so that's how it's gonna be i'm not gonna fix it uh oh that's yeah. exciting uh, it looks like the i'm a little worried it looks like the internet's taking a severe dip i don't know if you're noticing that as well uh but I'm not gonna touch bit. it. I'm hoping it's gonna be okay. Yeah, I, and one of the things I've been doing, yeah. I think I mentioned this in the last podcast. I, I I've been trying really hard to not repeat stories. Uh, it's really hard for me. Uh, but yeah. I've been building obstacles um, to train at home. Um, you know, just so I have things 
I can't make excuses. It's like, oh, I, I don't want to ride on flat, you know. I want to, like, jump, <laughs> do a mani pad session or, or practice bouncing on rails. So I built myself a rail, and I built myself a mani pad. Uh, and the, the mani pad, like, folds, fits inside of each other. And so I could take it somewhere and it could set it up. And it's, like, uh, one rev mani pad. And, uh, oh, wow, that's sick. Yeah, it's got edges, too, so you can, like, set them up so you can, like, actually grind the edges and stuff like that, too. So there's, like, a lot of things to do with it. Uh, uh, so, yeah, I'm just trying to create opportunities to not make excuses. <sighs> Mate, that's, uh, that's half, half the yeah. battle. That's good. Uh, how long did it take you to make that, bubble? You know, uh, I probably could have sat down and grinded, like, through it a little harder, but it probably took me about a month uh, of, like, just doing it in my free time. All, all my, I don't have my welder and all my welding tools are not at my house. They're at, like, a place where I work. Uh, and so okay. I have to, like, go to work, do my work, get off of work, and then still be, like, motivated to, like, work on my side projects, so to speak. Uh, yeah. And then, and then it's, like, another thing, too. It's, like, okay, well, I could work on this box, but that's time I could be riding instead. But if I work on it, I'll use it to ride more. Like, you know, kind of a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but oh, now they're cool. done. So, uh, and I think if I do them again, I think I'm going to make two more. I might make uh, some even sm smaller, tighter ones. Uh, I think I have, I have the whole system down, so to speak. So it'll be, like... I'll be able to bust it out quicker. Brilliant. That's good. I, I, I don't think... I mean, I, ca I can barely maintain a unicycle together <laughs> a, a straight ops to... Yeah, yeah. Uh, I wish I could come up with a... You know, obviously, I've, I've, I have the ability to weld metal and build these lighter, stronger metal structures quickly, but I wish I could come up with a cool system like, oh, here's the... Easy build it at home for yourself mani pad, you know. Here and here's the blueprints for it. I think that'd be a fun a fun thing to do. Uh for people. But yeah, you know, that's another trait. I gotta I gotta worry about all this writing crap first before I start helping yeah. other people out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This recording's going south. Uh what uh I was gonna say what uh what's your favorite uh your favorite event you've been to? Oof, yeah, it's uh, it's got to be Unicon Canada 2014 Montreal. for sure. Yeah, Montreal. Yeah, Montreal, and I, yeah. I feel like I feel like that's a bit of a repetitive thing. I think a few people might have mentioned that. Yeah, but... it was just really good. You know, it's just yeah. it was just a good Unicon. It was fun. The riding spots were incredible. The riders that all came were incredible. The Taz man, that skate park. Yeah. If I could go back to anywhere, I wish I could go back there now with the skills that I currently have, you know? <sighs> yeah, I know, right? Uh, yeah, that, that would be so good. I feel like for me, it was also like, um, you might be able to relate to then. Uh, wait, did you go to Brixton, Italy? I did. 2012? I did. Okay. So you had the pleasure of meeting like a lot of more like the riders who couldn't come to the New Zealand one. Yeah, yeah. Um, because that, yeah. A lot of the European yeah, exactly. So I missed a lot, a lot of them, and obviously, then Europe, Europe has, had a, has a big presence of urban unicyclists, um, as does uh, USA. So to kind of put them, you know, and everyone kind of made it to Canada. You know, there was just a yeah, that whole meet. Probably, it felt it felt like I was meeting everyone again. Like though I'd met a lot of people in New Zealand. Um, yeah, it was just like to another level, and that was like super exciting to be able to 
meet people and weirdly enough people like knew my name as well and were like oh you're like Tyrion I'm like uh, how do you know <laughs> how do you, you you actually watch my videos yeah, what if, if you just keep, <laughs> or you've seen it if you just keep writing you know you uh, you get noticed yeah that's yeah. all I do I ride don't post any video clips and post pictures of broken parts occasionally and and uh, <laughs> here I am yeah well ho ho hopefully you are uh, you should work on a video, Phil. I need you to. Get I get need to. Out. You're overdue. I'm overdue, and like, uh, you know, the thing that Moe's keeps telling me is, I gotta, I can't, I gotta find clips that are out of sight the skate park. Uh, yeah. Yeah, because everyone's. I, I didn't. I, this might sound really ignorant, but I didn't realize how big of a deal that was. Like, it's like, no, 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 you can't do. You just can't do skate park shit all the time. Like, that's like the safe, easy place to ride. You gotta, you gotta get, a, you gotta adventure out there. You gotta find the hard spots. You know. Yeah, I think also just the, I don't know, the change in scenery, like a you know a, a three set in an urban setting versus just another another three set at the skate park. I think you know just the yeah. backdrop and you know obviously the different style of three set. It might not be like a perfect three set, like it might be at the skate park. You know, you might have like one kind of like long one, like you know a, a, on the second part of the set or whatever it might be. Who knows? Totally. So I think it kind of just yeah adds to the adds to the feel of it all, which is quite nice. Yeah, I went to a, a a skate park I haven't been to in our town. Uh, that's it's like kind of a little far away. It's a little outside of town, so it's a little longer to get to. But uh, they just have all this urban stuff just outside the skate park. That is like it's like a pavilion and all this stuff. And uh, I'm really excited to to throw some bigger stuff there. And uh, I want I need my 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 quintessential trick I'm trying to get right now, which I have not gotten, is a, a the full out flip down at, at least a five. Oof. At least a five. Wow, wow, yeah, that would be sick. How, how, how are you um, catching you know, them? Uh, you know, on a good day, great. You know, on a bad day, on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> um, we were talking about practice, and I was saying, like, I think, you know, it's hard enough to find three days to ride, but it's also hard enough to main, not learn new tricks, but just maintain your tricks, too. Uh, and if I don't do a full-out flip, like, I don't know, like 15, 20 times a week, <laughs> uh, it starts to, like, fall away again, you know? yeah. That is hard because you, you uh, spend like you know if you've only got one session for the week like it's like okay well we're gonna do maintain like yeah like, yeah well, I'm not gonna work on new shit today yeah. I gotta I gotta keep the shit shit that I wanna land you know otherwise that that five five stairs never gonna happen and we have a couple like really comfortable five stairs around too it's like laziness that I haven't done right yet, not like you've almost got no excuse now mate that's uh I'm yeah. expecting to see this uh there's all this proof through. now that I'm posting yeah, on the internet exactly. <laughs> And there's there's even one over here that's like it's it's five stairs in the grass too. Like, how do you feel about that? Is is that legit or is that like safe? Um, I don't know. I kind of perceive grass as a, like for me to fall in on grass or falling on the concrete. Um, I personally don't really mind. Um, I feel like I've learned to bail yeah. properly, so concrete doesn't really scare me. That's a good point. But grass, I just feel like it's just a bit more awkward to land on. Actually, yeah, like I'd rather a, land on concrete. Slick. You know, it's a little wet in that spot. Yeah. You know, or you start yeah. landing on one spot, it starts to break it all out. Yeah, but I still think, though, if you've only got grass and there's a five set or whatever, then, yeah, do it, like, 100%. But, I mean, if, if you've got the option, uh, I'd say, yeah, like, just go to go gotta to just do, You just got to do it right. You just got to commit. Yeah. You know, yeah. just commit, and you'll be fine. That's, you know? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I was also thinking, like, how do you structure your, like... How does your standard ride go? What's your structure? Because I feel like people do that quite differently, and actually, like, don't really like talk about that too much. I agree. So, people, I don't people don't talk about yeah. like their 
their system. Routine. Um, yeah, what's your system? So I have, like, there. I definitely have days where I'm like, okay, no system today, uh, warm up, have fun, mentally work on things that you want to work on. Uh, and then I have days where, um, oh, good Lord, your computer thing is making me crazy. Hey. Uh, this is going to be a wild one. This video is going to be a little wild. Your video <laughs> is going to get bigger, smaller. It's going to change sizes. And we're just going to... That's it, people. That's it. Um, but one of the things I try to do a lot, and I, I like slip, and then I come back, and I slip, I come back, um, is I try to land every trick I know ten times. Wow. And so it's like, even if it's crank flip, it's like ten, ten crank flips in a row. Bam. Uh, and then I've modified it a little bit where like if I land... Uh, I don't know, like three or four in a row, like with no issues, I'll just move on to the next trick. But if I stay in like the first three or four, if I stuff one till 10, like no question. Um, that's good. That's good discipline. Um, but I'll, I find that it's kind of hard to maintain sometimes just because like now I have so many small tricks like flip, late flip, 180 flip, back flip, double yeah. flip. Uh, 180 back. Those are, you know, they are good tricks to have, but they're like smaller tricks. You know, by the time I get to like bigger stuff, like full out flips, 540s, I'm like so tired and wrecked. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and so sometimes I have to like do like, okay, harder flips only or weaker flips only, you know, like my 180 back flips or my, I don't know, late back yeah. flips. I like had them tight for a minute there and now they're, they're plaguing me. Um, uh, and so I'll work on that stuff and then just immediately hop to like, I, I don't really need to sesh like double flips anymore. I feel like, I feel like I, yeah. like I could definitely land out of 10. I can land more double flips than drop, you know? Okay. Uh, so the things I need to work on are like my out double flips, my out late flips, my full out double flips, uh, you know? And I just try, and uh, you know things I I, I Mose has been making me work on more because he's trying to get good at them and it's definitely my weakness is all the varial versions. So you know doing your one spins with the body varial, uh, doing yeah. sex changes, doing uh, uh, your big spins, your small three sixty uni spins with the one eighties. Uh, yeah. Those are definitely weaknesses for me, and I, they're getting better. But I just need to session those. Yeah, that's like your next. Uh variations set of variations to, yeah. to work on like yeah I, I i think i think you should go for like inward inward varial flip i'm sure you've probably done that because you can do full out flip quite well i, I can do inward varial spin like no problem yeah. i even have but pulled them back pretty recently i was like doing them off the boxes i'm like oh my god i'm doing this like so but sometimes i, I have that crank flip in there i can i can spin without flipping my cranks all day Shit. Uh, <laughs> But sometimes when I get to throw that crank flip in there, you know, it goes like the, just the, the stupid half flip. And I'm like, ah. if I can land hands, half flips, it might be cool, but I can't. Yeah. I mean, I think full flip's better, but <laughs> it's yeah, better. half flips, you take it, you take it, you take it. Yeah. 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 Um, I, I had Trey under halves consistent at one point. <laughs> under halves. That's pretty, that's pretty gnarly. Uh -huh. Yeah, but like the thing is, is, like you kind of see this big kick, and then like the cranks just kind of slightly move, and actually, yeah, although yeah, it feels, yeah, feel, so although it feels good. It's actually like oh, it actually doesn't look that good. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm hoping through the summer, you know, uh, my my girlfriend and I work out a lot together, and we were just deciding like I, you know, we got to make tighter routines for ourselves. Like we we climb a lot. I do a lot of rock climbing, yeah. and uh, that's my my job. You know, now I'm a, I teach rock climbing, and uh, I do, I do. For everyone who's heard me say that in every single episode of the <laughs> podcast so far. 
Uh, but, uh, so that's, like, easy to maintain. But I've been telling, telling her, like, okay, I gotta, I gotta set legitimate sessions aside to, like, just work on unicycling. And I wanna, yeah, I want these tricks down. As, as we all know, like, it's whatever to land a trick on flat in front of your house. It's another to be able to go and throw the trick when you want to throw it. Throw it off. Yeah. Something. 100%. Yeah. So so when you finish your kind of warm-up, you've done your, you know, you've done your, like, you know. Losing you for a second. Your trick. Or whatever. What do you kind of move into? Oh. Okay, go. So oh. when, I, when I'm done with the warm-up. Yep, so we're done with the warm-up. What do you move to next? So obviously, you might have a set of tricks that you want to work on. Um, will you just uh, try and land them a couple times? Or like, if you get a new trick, do you try and then go proceed to land like three more times? Or I would say do you... the thing I need to do is I need to practice doing like more lines because I feel like I kind of do it like zones style. Like, I feel, you know, yeah. uh, I, I'll go to... I'll warm up my tricks. One thing I always do is because uh, I I started as a trials rider is I'll go to a couple of the big obstacles and I'll just I'll do like ten or fifteen hops up the biggest thing, you know, to like keep that like big hop energy, uh, you know. So like I'll warm up tricks, get tricks kind of going in my mind, do big hops, get like that big jumping big and hard warm up, and then I'll like yeah I'll do okay I'll, uh, uh, a handful of those tricks if you will on the mani pad. Okay, I got that. Go to the big box. Do a couple of big tricks off the big box. Okay. Go yeah. to the rail. Hit the rail a handful of times. Uh, go to the box. Go to the box. Hit the box a bunch of times. See if I can do a couple crank flips out of the box. You know, I'd say that's how usually how my sessions go. I definitely should. I feel like work more online type stuff though. But I definitely do it like zone, like street street zone comp style practice. Yeah, I, def I definitely feel that would help, like, in competition situations as well, actually. Because, yeah, I, I pretty much just, like, ride, do one trick, land, get off, next, go, turn around, get on again, ride, do next trick. Whereas, like, yeah, doing those, like, lines and even just, a, you know, when I do warm-up, I'll do lines. But if I'm totally. actually, like, work, trying to get some, like, of my tricks that may have semi-consistent, um, yeah, I generally still just do it one, 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 one. Um, I think I find it just easier to focus and then do it. But when it comes to a competition and it's like, go, 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 you have one minute to do all your tricks. And it's like, oh gosh, like I have to like throw this kind of like, want to have like, you know, you know, eight, nine times out of 10 or then maybe, or maybe even five or six, but like, yeah. you know, you, you still need to throw it. And then like, you know, if I'm, if I'm not practicing like that, I think, I think it, then that's when in competition, it just kind of starts to go, go to crap. Yeah. I'm really bad at competition type writing. I, I, I get really worked up. Uh, I'm sure some people mm -hmm. have definitely seen me ride and see that I've I've gotten pretty frustrated at competitions. And it's not like I'm just frustrated with myself. You know, I, I'm not frustrated mm -hmm. that I'm riding yeah. bad, really. I'm just like, I I know I can do this stuff, and I find that I've gone to competitions and not been able to do things that I know I can do when I'm just, like, a bit more relaxed, you know? Yeah. Ugh, yeah, I in Colorado, I went to nationals in Colorado, and it was just like this gap crank flip, just like you know, can definitely you know crank flip pretty big stuff. And I just could not. I tried it three times in the comp, which was probably a mistake. You know, if you if you if you don't get on the first try, you should probably move on to your next trick. Uh, and I just could not do this gap crank flip, and it just made me crazy. You know. Yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's it's a different ball game, like riding in competition setting, and I think yeah, obviously you got like a bit more, you put the, put more pressure on yourself, and 
you know obviously it's got lots of people watching you um it took me a long time actually to kind of get a bit more comfortable with it and i don't think anyone's ever like fully comfortable with it but i think what few things that helped me um and also just to like new riders who are like listening and stuff as well like don't be afraid to enter the competitions it's just for fun like just go compete like against yourself just like go and not even like don't even think of it as a competition just like let's just go and like let's just show what tricks i can do because i feel like that's what our community is about it is about like you know literally someone will be trying like a one their you know their first one spin on the sideline meanwhile the next to you know there might be some guys sessioning 1080s but then everyone will be like oh yeah get around like the person with the one spin like you've almost got it like you know that, that people will like take notice of that and you know encourage you so i think then you're coming to a competition setting like yeah just come and just like show what you can do and then come back the next year and then be like oh like you know people can see the improvements like get, totally. just, just like don't don't be afraid to um, like compete basically. I haven't done any competition yet with the new format. I don't know if you've gotten to experience or see the new format for what's going to be street in France, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I'm not as, uh, yeah, I'm not as aware, I think with the new format for street. What is it? I am not 100% certain. I, but I, okay. I've heard it's a, a, like a combination of the slope style and the old style. So maybe I think uh, it's yep. like, it's like zones, but you like got to run through it. Uh, if anyone knows the real answer, feel free to get, leave it in the comments or what have you. Um, so I, you know, the old zone style writing is like you know you got like you have an obstacle, you start, you get to like ru- do a, a trick or a trick s- session through the zone, then you're over. If you fall, you're kind of bound, or you can like reset up, but then it's sloppy. But whereas I think the new zone style, you have to like kind of keep moving. Like if you if you go past an okay. obstacle, you can't yeah. like go back. I don't think uh, I might be okay. wrong. I might be wrong. This is totally speculation. Um, I like the concept though. I think the concept is good. I think that w- the point I was trying to make though is I, I think people need to remember like I, I always get there and I I kind of feel that pressure. And so if I drop something, I'm like, oh whatever, this obstacle's done. I moved to the end. But I think if you're listening to this and you're gonna do your first competition, remember like you know if you drop if you if you try to jump off the box and you mess up, like stop. Catch your breath. Time's not really a factor most of the time, or at least I don't think it's a factor in like a lot of the new format. And you know, you just gotta reset up and try to get the trick you want to do, like off the next obstacle. Yeah, does it ruin the flow? Absolutely. But like, you know, I'd rather get a trick than just fumble and stumble and fall and drag my unicycle off the course <laughs> and, and not get anything. Yeah. Also, if you want to, yeah, if you want some encouragement as well, uh, for those who are listening, if you, um, maybe we can link it in the description or whatever. Um, yeah. I've got like my, I've got my, one of my uh, all famous uh, slope style runs uh, from <laughs> oh, Uni Nuts. Yeah, and yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, if that, if yeah, you can't can't do any worse than that. So like, you know, yeah, there's no there are no excuses. If I'm not mistaken, <laughs> it, it's it's a slope style run where you you like literally don't land like one trick on like any of the obstacles right well you pretty much yeah, yeah. I, I do land a crank flip up a pallet which i think kind of makes it worse because if you just like <laughs> fail everything it's like okay he's actually like completely hopeless but yeah. because i actually did land something it means like oh so he should be able to do more but then he doesn't <laughs> yeah so yeah yeah and i think i think i end up walking like you know over some of the obstacles because i'm yeah, just like you know, like yeah, that's about the most flow in the whole 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 run is just me walking like up the kind of stair set to then get on my unicycle and then fail another trick. So yeah, <laughs> uh, and I think the other thing too is like to not worry about category. You know, when I was in Spain, I signed up for uh, 
expert slope style. And mm. I was like, you know, they're like, oh, Phil, you sure you don't want to train, you know, switch back to, uh, to, you know, intermediate or whatever it was, or advanced. And I was like, you know what? No, fuck it. I want to, I'm just going to ride with nice. Waylon Bat and all those guys. Who gives a shit? Yeah. You know, and yeah. if anything, like, <laughs> it's going to set, I'll be the normal person setting the bar for how amazing the other yeah. are, you know like exactly at the olympics where you like you want to see what a normal person does when they ride and you know i land a couple of train flips but you know what killed me in spain is uh what? literally stalled like 90 90 stalled and i just wanted to like hop up out of the stall and i dropped it in every single one of my slope runs just stalling <laughs> and hopping up the box oh my god that will make yeah. you cry yourself to sleep oh <laughs> uh. Yeah, I think, yeah, just um, as we were saying about, like, you know, just in kind of competition riding as well, I think you can easily get into the mindset that you have to go out and do, like, like your, your like, best tricks. Totally. Because that's the only way you're going to, like, if you land them, then, like, you have a chance. But actually in the competition setting, it's just, like, you just need to land stuff. And that's that. it took me, like, three or four competitions to figure that out, that I could just do totally. a trick that I would just do, like, in my warm-up. And... Uh, that would actually like, you know, and then, and just tricks that I was quite familiar with that, you know, and then I'd, you know, keep a few of the harder tricks in the bank that I felt a bit more confident in. I'd do them a bit later on, but I just like kind of lock in like, you know, that first trick, like you just have to land it. I think, cause that sets momentum. I was speaking to Raphael Poham about that. He was just like, yep. First trick, he does always the same. Every run, you can probably go back through just, it. Yeah, we'll do the same. Crank flip, just do the get same it trick. on the board. Get yep. it on the board. Yep. Yeah, because it really just sets momentum, I think, for your whole run. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, as I said, just, like, do tricks that you normally do. Like, I, I 180 side spin. I, I love 180 side spin. Probably one of my one of my favorite tricks. Um, but I, like, pretty much do that all the time. And it's, like, a you know, it's a good trick. Like, you know, it's solid. And yeah. once again, most people do three side, but I do one side. So there's kind of, you know, it's a little, little bit different. Bit different. I, only, I have only ever done three side. Yeah, yeah, I was I was watching your video doing your first sides, and most people learn three sides uh, before that, but I, I learned one side, one side first. Just feels right, you know. Doing the one eighty feels feels awkward for me. I mean, yeah, well, I, yeah, it's the classic. Oh, sorry, I was say it's, that. it's the classic three spin problem, though. Like you, you could do three spins yeah. all day, but then you try to do one eighty, you, you totally stuff it still. Yeah, well, I think a lot of people have landed maybe three sides as their first, but then like can't one eighty side at all even. Mm. Um, but I think I think the explanation that I've heard a lot of, of why people learn three side first is because uh, when you kind of uh, put put your foot around your your foot follows the unicycle, yeah, so yeah. it doesn't actually have to like get around the seat too much because all you're doing is just following it, so it's easier. Now, correct me if so. I'm wrong. I feel like the the one eighty side has a little bit more of the the one eighty, but also a little bit of like the seat jump like style yes. where you gotta you really gotta kick the leg around yeah for sure for sure uh well you know what? i'll i'll try to get one i'll try to get one down uh this weekend i'll, I'll film i'll film yeah. that for you i'll film trying to get that one yes. inside brilliant it. yeah excellent yeah i kind of uh i visualize it as uh i spin the unicycle and then i kind of kick like on a 45 I, I imagine my leg going 45 degrees out like this and then move it to the side and yeah, then yeah. put it on the pedal all right, all right i can i can visualize that yeah enough yeah size cool because like, yeah, that's what helped me i think like you know with the seat jumps if you go, anyone doesn't know that's where you start generally like either on the seat or maybe even behind the seat and you jump and you bring one leg up and all the way around the seat and then come back down on the pedals uh for all you audio listeners out there uh you know your your side spin of course is the same maneuver only spinning the unicycle uh i feel like yeah when you do the three spin it's almost like you're 
almost spinning it around the leg rather than moving the leg. But I definitely feel like with the 180 side spin, you gotta you gotta do a little bit more of that leg movement to make it yeah. happen. Yeah, that's, that's a good description, by the way. I, I don't think I could have explained it that clearly. But <sighs> you know, I, I I don't got a lot, but I, te- I teach a lot of tactile stuff. You know, teach a lot of knot tying, <laughs> a lot of a lot of teaching yeah. people how to blow so i feel I, I feel like maybe i have some uh, visual demonstration ideas in my in my head for how to show people uh <laughs> have you been on that have you been doing any of the skirt stuff at all i haven't um i i do intend to but i'm working on a video at the moment and oh, so when i'm going out away. to ride yeah that's true yeah and i'm just yeah going yeah obviously i could just like you know while I'm filming, just put something up. But I, once again, it's kind of like choosing your sessions. How do I want to spend my session? And mine at the moment is work on the video and just go for that. So until that's done, which yeah, you know, it's taken, it's been taking me a while at the moment. Uh, but yeah, when that's done, then I think I'll definitely get involved more in the, in those games. Cause they look fantastic. People land in new stuff, like oh, love the variety. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. So, uh, yeah. You know, just, if you ever done it, if you have, if you got that skirt on your phone, you know, just, just gotta do one clip, just one little little clip, and throw it on there. Uh, yeah. I filmed a clip for last weekend. Uh, it was a, a still stand clip, like with the with the trick. Uh, oh yeah. I I I, I mean, I, again, this comes back to me being bad with video stuff. Uh, I later found I could easily just put it in my video editor and like resave it, and it compressed it down. Uh, maybe I'll upload it this week. But uh, yeah, the video was too big on my phone because the still stand was too long. Oh no! <laughs> so I, I kept like editing, like trimming off like milliseconds to get it long enough at the clip path. <sighs> Still over that hundred megabyte threshold. Damn. Yeah, I've I, most of my phones that I've ever had, I've only I think my previous phone I had for about five years only had. I'm trying, I can't remember how many gig, but basically it was like it's like fifteen twenty gig or something like that. So it basically you know I film like a video. And then I probably wouldn't have space. Like I don't have to always delete stuff <laughs> off of it. Yeah, yeah. You so, just get the one. Yeah. So it's always you know, yeah, yeah. Film you're, on, you're, like, you're filming and you got to do the trick and your phone goes ah storage limit reached and you're like yeah, yeah. And that's held me back a, a long time. So I have to just get a bigger, bigger size phone. I think might help. Uh, let's see. Uh, what, what do we got? On my my questions here. Uh, you know. Uh, how, how many how many ST are you, have you been on all of the STFU? Uh, or sorry, it's not STFU. It's the Unicycle Live podcast. Bad association there. Uh, have you been on yeah. like all those episodes? Have you been trying to partake in most of those conversations? Yeah, as many as I can. Obviously, it depends on yeah when it's happening uh, when we do it. But yeah, like probably been on about four, five or so. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, really enjoy it. It's always always good to talk unicycling and. You know, uh, we do having like, special guests on and all that kind of stuff, which is like always, always really nice as well to get get people, you know, different you know, stories they might have or yeah, just to, it's good to kind of like get 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 into depth and hear hear their story. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. Mm. I I you know I always wa- I want to like almost do like a separate episode of one of these days. I want to get like a couple people on because I I'm really interested in having a dis- a greater discussion on like unicycle politics so to speak uh you know like that, uh, that'd be very good you should <laughs> I, uh, I was like at work listening to the unicycle life podcast uh with mark fabian um yep. and uh when it got into uh <laughs> this, is, this is gonna sound lame but uh when it got into some of the convention stuff i like felt myself getting like triggered i was like <laughs> i was like 
there's no convention stuff, Mark. You don't know what you're talking about. But yeah, he's got a lot of points. I, I, uh, I'm in- really interested in the greater discussion about like convention versus competition uh, when it comes to Unicon. Uh, I, I just am. I'm, I'm big in the camp of keeping Unicon as an open experience to new riders. Yeah, uh, uh, you know, it was the, it was one of the first big events I went to, and I had such a great experience, and and I was lucky. I had a lot of good riders to ride with. Uh, I felt that Unicon in particular had a had a lot of convention stuff, and so I'm a big into I'm big. I think competition will always be a big part of Unicon. Oh, as no one doesn't want competition yeah. to go away, but I, I I'd be interested in having a big uh, you know maybe politically discussion on like. What does it mean to have a convention component uh, of Unicon? How big should that be? Could just as much effort be put into a convention portion of Unicon compared to like a competition? I don't know if you have any opinions on any of that. Get it out there. Yeah, no. I'm, Tear a I'm rift in probably... the unicycling community. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, just really tempted to play devil's advocate and just stir things up. Yeah. Uh, but now I'm 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 more in the camp of uh, yeah, keeping it open. But uh, yeah, and uh, competition convention, yeah, there's room for it all. It's great. And like I said, I had a really great first experience because there was just so many opportunities to get involved. Um, I do. Yeah. So I was just going to say, I think, I think yeah, I can't remember what I was going to say, but I do think it's important to keep it keep it open have you heard of flock or have you ever seen any of those videos oh yeah flock 2007 oh, yeah so i think I, one of the first videos i saw yeah great hey, you should I, I don't know if i have a link to that is that still like out in the ethos if um i don't know but i've got it on my hard drive if you like like could send me that video or something like that i would love to a watch it again i don't know if it's out there and then i'll see if i can find it but you should definitely send it to me just so i can have it for my yeah, personal we'll... collection uh, but I have, like, a dream. Uh, like, my dream Unicon, if we were to just, like, make, like, a, a fantastic speculation, would be the Unicon that, like, takes 100% all in one place. Like, you have, like, an arena. Let's just say you have a big-ass arena. My city has, like, a big-ass arena. In my dream world, we would hold Unicon in the arena. Big enough where, like, you could have the Trials Corset on one half and freestyle happening at the same time, literally on the other half. Wow! Wow! Like, Big vision. Like that. Like where where Unicon could be happening all in one place. All the writings happening here. All the writers can hang out in one place. Like urban and freestyle, and maybe like you know the it's got big open hallways and sections of it. So like there could definitely be open sections to be like doing like races like through the hallways like <laughs> just to like you like i think it would be easier and more mainstream to like have it all in one place where you could do the convention and the competition in the same area i think one of the the things that happens of course in cycling is we always have to have all these events in different areas you know the track and fields over here the skate parks over here uh basketball has to be in this gym that's like a mile or two away and I do think that's probably one of the things that makes the idea of convention difficult. Yeah, I think uh, I'm, I'm just imagining having the Muni in like one section of the stadium, just this massive mountain, oh, yeah. just like <laughs> or, yeah, <laughs> this, uh, North Shore artificial stuff. mountain. 
Yeah. Like, yeah, lots of wood rapes. Like, uh, you know, an artificial muni course. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that'd be pretty gnarly. That'd be, that'd be interesting. Yeah. Start at the top of the stadium, ride down, and, and goes around the stadium, and then, like, into the... I know, yeah, finds its way back down to, like, the, the base or something. Yeah. Well, and now uh, they just built a new skate park in my city that is right next to the arena. Right next May to it. Maybe, and if, maybe if you can get some more construction going there then um, and get some more facilities, maybe that's where the Unicom will need to be held It'd be tough, you know, That's uh, it. I have talked at, at length to people who have hosted Unicon. Uh, and, I, you know, I, they haven't sold it overwhelmingly as a, a, a purely fun experience. You know, yeah. <laughs> uh, it seems like a lot of work. Sometimes, you know, there's elements of it, money that's involved, people complaining, I've heard about, you know, that like makes it kind of like a hard, uh, if, if it's neutral, like if you break ground and like nothing went wrong and everything was paid for, that's like some of the best experience you can have as like a host for Unicon. Yeah. Uh, but you know, I've heard like some Unicons and just other unicycle events, like, you know, money and getting stuff paid for. Uh, I know like, you know, I don't know if you remember Montreal, uh, the food was a big issue um, because uh, they had paid the school for the catering company. Well, like in the middle of like like two weeks before or a month before, the catering yeah. the school hired a new catering company, and then the new catering company was like, "No, nah, we're not going to do that contract. Like, we're not going to honor it." Oh wow! Uh, and so it was a big it was a big hullabaloo to get us our like meager toast and hard boiled eggs. Uh, like, I don't know if you remember this little bit, little bit of plot. So people like were going there and just like taking food anyway, uh, in rebellion. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I think that yeah, honestly, big ups to any any anyone who's organized anyone. the the Unicon because uh, it's such a big uh, commitment. And you know, remember, you know, people aren't doing this like full time. People have got their full full you know, full time jobs and their yep. own lives, and then also trying to organize Unicon. And then you know, people you know, there's like people take time rock, off rock work. Up. To like yeah. actually run it because it's like that much effort. That's much much effort. Yeah, and then people rock up expecting like you know kind of expect like oh this wasn't run like this properly and this wasn't like this and it's like well you know like just remember like you this is all run basically it. run by volunteers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and you know we always talk about you know oh, which Unicom was the best in this and that, but honestly all of them you know like when you kind of think about all the effort that goes into it, all the admin behind it, you just go you know what every I think every country has pulled it off like to yeah. be honest like just to pull off that event in itself is like you know a big round of applause. Like. Yeah, there's never there's never been a Unicom that I've been to that was like an abysmal failure or something. Like yeah, that. like I don't know if you're familiar with that like that like fire event that like never happened. Fire event. It's not no, a it's... unicycling event. It was like some oh, okay. big concert that like the the guys tried to get all these people to go to. When when people showed up for the event, there was like no no musicians. They didn't have tents. They, it's it, there's a famous documentary about it. like a huge event where they like promised all this crap and then it was literally the people couldn't get off the island because there was like no transport arranged and stuff wow. like that. Um, wow. But yeah, there's, there haven't been like one of those for a unicycle event that I've ever I've ever been to. Yeah, 100%. I mean, at the end of the day, it's the people that make it. So, I yeah. mean, if you've got everyone, everyone there and you've got your unicycles, mate, you're, you, 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 yeah, you're pretty set. Yeah, yeah. Well, man, we're, uh, we're at an hour 60. This is pretty good. I'm t let me look through my my, uh, my questions here. See if there's any final notes we want to finish yeah. on. Uh, you know, have you ever been any... You know, I still like asking this question. What 
What do you hate? What do you hate about unicycling? <laughs> Maintenance. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> I actually do. I, do. I really do hate it. I, I just, I just want to get out and ride. I don't want to spend time, you know, fidgeting around. It takes me ages just to like put a spoke on or like redo a spoke or like oh let alone put in one spoke oh my gosh you have to take off the tire you have to take off the frame oh my god too long too long i just uh yeah i, I yeah that, I, that, that's the thing for me i just put a new you know i've been riding my 19 inch since i broke my 20 inch and i i realized i put the tire on backwards and uh <laughs> it's well it's not a big deal it's a new tire and so like all the the tread is is you know shaped a direction and so if it's if it's if it's riding the right direction, it's sm it's smooth. But if you turn it backwards, you just all the knobs go like really hard. I cannot be bothered to turn it around. <laughs> I'm not gonna do it. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna ride it. I'm just gonna ride it until those knobs wear down, uh, and then and then just call it good. Yeah, and, uh, I think I was no gonna point. say one 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 more thing. I think as well is just like. Um, yeah, just just when you get like I think just basic like pedal grab or pedal grab, sorry, pedal bites, should I say, or yeah. like when the frame when the frame gets you like in the knee as well, like that that's right these days I'm just like nope, like that's it, session over. I don't want this anymore. Like <laughs> Why? Uh, that 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 Why? is a session ender. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know the <laughs> thing that gets me no matter what pads I'm wearing is uh I, I don't know, I I got pretty big uh pretty big calves, you know? Yeah. And I'll just do spins sometimes, and you get the thing where, like, you catch it, and the frame just goes into my calf, and I just fuck it. There, no pad can protect me from it. Like, mm. you know, uh, I can't, like, angle my legs or whatever, so it doesn't happen. It's just the one thing that still happens sometimes. And, ah, uh, there's days where I'm like, I want to give up. I'm just never going to ride again. If this happens one more time, that's it. Throwing this unicycle right in a fire pit. No, I don't even yeah. want anyone else to uh, be able to ride it. That's how cursed it is. Yeah, uh, I think also I was gonna add because I think um, I know I know you're talking about you know not talking about previous stuff, but I I do, <laughs> I, do, I, do, I, I, do I do recall like you know just kind of uh, um, like you know just kind of finding the motivation and then pushing through like a trick. I learned a new trick recently, and I it kind of reminded me of how I kind of like used to ride, where like it was. Uh, I think just some things for me that because I, I you know I normally a cop a few hits now and I'm like yeah okay I'm kind of over this yeah now. I got I'm I got gonna the stop that I needed yeah yeah I'm, uh, yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to rolling wraps and do that because it's nice and safe and I <laughs> yeah, won't yeah. hurt myself um, but I yeah I think like just the mindset like I think also that's like that that's been dropping off the game for a while and I really noticed that when I learned this new trick recently that I really just had to keep telling myself like I'm stay really positive and I know it sounds kind of like generic and obvious no, but yeah, it's you know, just though. just just telling myself that like you know when I started to get the feel for the trick I was like oh my god like okay cool this is the feeling I want now we just need to just you know just a grab a hand pass and just chuck your feet in chuck your feet in chuck your feet in. I just yeah. kept telling myself that over and over because I'm like once I get once I get my feet on then that's like because I was obviously having problems committing. I was like, if I just get one where I get both feet in, then then you know you're we're gonna, going we're gonna to see commit again. Ended. You're gonna commit yeah. again. Like it's, yeah. you, you have that open end where you haven't quite gotten it enough yet. You haven't quite landed it. You know, you got mm. one foot on, but it's not real, and you know that feeling. Yeah. And then you just know you just need that one where even if you land like on the crank barely and don't stick it, you're like, it's gonna be locked in. 
Uh, yeah. But then, like, 25 more attempts happen, and you don't get the feeling, and you're like, oh, my God, is this worth it? Ah. Yeah. And then, and then what happens is, is like you, you get that feeling and then it gets taken away from you, robbed, broad daylight, <laughs> yeah. just like when you knock yourself and then, then you kind of like, ah, oh, no, yeah, that really hurt. And then it kills the momentum. Totally. At that point, that point I had to tell myself, you know what, you, you can work. You, you just got to get back up there, do it again, because that feeling will come around again because you've done it before. Yeah. So get back up there and get those two feet on again. And, you know, the first few were painful. They felt disgusting. And I like, you know, the attempts were terrible. But I was like, you know, but it only takes like one good attempt. And then next thing you know, tried a few more again, you know, 10, 15 more. Totally. And then I got another good one. And then I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. Like, you just got to keep like pushing through. Your body does remember like you haven't, you know, as soon as you, you, don't, you don't just lose it completely. And I just kind of, yeah, I just kind of kept pushing through it. And, you know, I just kind of like, yeah, getting defeated, losing the hype and then kind of rebuilding the hype into the trick again. And I haven't I don't really feel like I've done that properly for a while. Yeah. Where where I've lost it and then just kind of just gone, you know what? Yeah, let's just leave it. Um, but, well, well, you know, yeah. you have the sessions too, where like you are like, you know, you have the sessions where you're so amped and you're like, I'm not leaving. Yeah. I'm not leaving here until I get it. It's not happening. And like three hours go by and you're like, no, I'm not leaving. Like I'm not, I'm going. And then yeah. you go and you go and you go and you go <laughs> and you get it. And I like, you feel every muscle in your body and your brain just exploding. Ah, yeah <laughs> you know, yeah for, yeah go for it oh so i was gonna say yeah just like building on that like i tell myself like it was no there was no point going out coming out here if yeah. i don't walk back with a clip if i don't walk back and land this yeah like i may as well have just stayed inside so keep going i rode until i got i got big blisters on my feet now so i probably can't ride for like the next i don't know just under a week or so but, but that's because i was just like i'm not leaving until I get this thing totally. and then like, yeah, th that was the kind of like dedication I had when I'm my first kind of like three, four years of riding where that was just kind of the norm. And then since then, I think it's kind of dropped off a little bit and the same kind of persistence and positivity and kind of perseverance hasn't been there. So I feel pretty, pretty hyped up at the moment, just speaking about it with you. Cause I'm like, yeah, this is how, yeah, this is how it felt. Shit. Yeah. yeah, and you remember, and like I don't know, I remember like passing. Like I, the fact of the matter is, like I am a far better writer now than I ever used to. Yeah, like, true. Like, and you, you gotta remind yourself, like I am a better writer now than I. You know, I think I used to do this stuff really hard back then, but it's like you know, the first time I ever landed a full out flip, I probably told the story a thousand. Yeah. Like it, it was two hours of only that trick, like two hours of sessioning, 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 sessioning. Yeah. Throwing it, throwing it, throwing it, throwing it, getting angry, sweating, screaming, throwing my unicycle, like, and I only landed it one time, like, that whole <laughs> time. I didn't get it multiple times. It didn't, like, click when I got it. Like, it was, like, it was one of those crank flips, like, where I, uh, I rode as fast as I could and jumped it through it, and it magically flipped enough, and I magically landed on the pedals. But in this recent year, you know, I th I don't know if, like, the unicycle helps. I think getting a new unicycle was the motivation to, like, go hard again you know yeah but uh you know i landed my double backflip uh in like one session you know amazing i landed my full-out double flip in two sessions like you know like i i tried it for a while to see if it was even like a uh, possible and then when i went for it like i got it in that session i was like well what the fuck i like need to be trying <laughs> harder shit you know or like i how long could i have been able to do this you know, yeah. but with these sessions, uh, and now I've literally landed like, 
like two of those and I haven't even gone back to it, you know, so here we are like starting the cycle all over again. Well, it sounds like you only need a session or two to land another one. You do it in two sessions, so there's no reason why you can't do it in no one session reason. now. And you know what's weird so now is I, w since I've landed it, the thing that messes me up like crazy, it's like actually kind of like a psychic, psych, psychological screw in my brain is I got to throw my regular full out flips now and I'm over flipping a lot. Yeah. Like I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing one and a half and I'm like, what? what is happening and like you know so it's almost i've almost having a hard time going back to my regular full out flips or even catching them early because i'm like just i'm just for whatever reason i'm snapping that extra harder pressure that i felt uh with the double so i don't know you know just gotta just gotta ride more just gotta ride more yeah. that's what it comes down to yeah it's a good good problem to have too <laughs> it's a good problem to have oh no i have to do the thing i love more and, and get better yeah. at it shoot i yeah. know oh, i'm over flipping the full out flip every time yeah, damn yeah. like damn. <laughs> uh yeah. but the thing that's been haunting me a little bit my i don't know i don't know if you have a if you're a trick you're working on that you f you're okay with revealing uh but i'm trying to get the double backflip off of stuff it, i'm close but it's, it's giving me trouble yeah i've i've been trying that one a little bit too um but yeah i think that would be nice because i yeah, I've just, I know, I just want to learn like the late double back. That would be sick down something. Um, but yeah, I think the one I'm, one I'm trying to work on, um, well, okay. I think, I think it's an MBD. I'm pretty sure it is, but I, so I'm, I don't know if I'm going to like reveal that because I reckon I, uh, yeah, I want to just land that one. But I've been trying that. Um, so. Trick, you're okay yeah. with revealing. Trick, you're okay with revealing. Give us an mm. idea of like, yeah, yeah, trick you've been trying to sash. You don't have to reveal the context in which you're you're doing it. But like, you know, you're like, you know, I've been trying to get this trick uh, that like I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna nail it. Yeah, well, um I could tell you the most recent one I did land. Tell me. Alright, well it was a uh it was an outfit double. Oh fuck. That's a fucking yeah. real trick, right? That's a stunt. Yeah, is yeah, so to explain that for people who don't oh, know yeah. what that is, it is a 540 uni spin and two crank flips and all done from seat in to seat out. So you basically have to start one-handed and not two. Um, and I've been able to do the, I love the full out, full out double, like one of my favorites and full out back side flip, one of my favorites. So um, to kind of like kind of break up into the kind of the next kind of tier of like full out Those tricks. Fives, man. Yeah, because of the hand pass, like has just, daunted me for years Same. like i've just Still never been able to yeah it just it doesn't feel great it's like no good um but yeah that was a trick i was talking about before when i was sessioning and going through the motions with that um that it felt we actually felt like a pro rider for once um, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, when yeah. you get it and you're like you know you land with that team you're like yeah. yeah i can actually grab this stupid thing yeah i i've definitely yeah. noticed that the hand pass is like one of those things that are like if i i i need to figure it out or i'm mm. it's gonna hold me back because Moses, yeah, yeah. Moses is getting it. Moses has gotten a few hand pass 540s now. And he is going to start zooming past me. Yeah, I think um, one thing that I actually learned like in fifths uh, beforehand, and I found the hand pass for in fifths was much easier because you don't have to like, you know, as you spin with the fifth, so with the regular uh, like fifth flip or out fifth, um, when you start spinning it, you kind of have to like, as as the handle's turning away from you, you kind of have to chase it with the other hand. To to get a good it. Grip. Yeah, it's really awkward. Yeah, yeah. yeah really, yeah, 100%. So, but within fifth, if you spin it, you can just spin it into like your other hand and then you just and grab catch, it and then turn it the around. Handle. 
Yeah. Mm. So that for me, like I, I, to kind of even kind of get into the world of like 540 hand passes uh, in fifth is the one that kind of made me feel like, okay, like I can do a hand pass with 540 now. This is now a bit more possible. So now I feel like I felt more confident, like with, um, you know, doing the fifth, the hand pass because i'm quite happy just to throw tricks and just commit I, I, i'm fine with that i don't need the totally hand sad. pass too much yeah um but yeah but i just yeah for, for that and out fifth and that and obviously any chance to get it consistent and when you kind of go up like you i think you kind of need it so yeah i kind of had to do this similar thing where i had to kind of go one step back to then go two steps forward uh, I yeah. think I think that's where I'm at. I think the, the fi final lesson note for people is like you know, so we all we all learn things weird. Sometimes we have like a a bad uh, habit when we learn, but just remember like it is always worth it to go back, you know, revert a bit, lose a little bit of your progress to get it down the like the right way, the good habit that almost all the other writers do. Because there's yeah. a reason they do it that way. There's a reason. It's because it's usually the better way to do it. It's usually for the sure. better way. And I, every, sure. every time I've ever had to go back and learn a trick, it's always like, as soon as you get get it down, you're like, okay, okay, this is the right way to do it. I clearly see that now. Yeah. <sighs> Are you going to go to Paris? Not Paris. <laughs> Sorry. I was going to say, like, typical um, American. Yeah, just, just, Paris just is all of France. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Are you going to go to Grenoble? Uh, yeah, I'm going to do everything I can to get there. I mean... Yeah, obviously, right now I'm living in London, so I mean it's not not too far away. So I, yeah, no, no, no excuse really. And I mean it's obviously it's been delayed for a while. It's been too long. So yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, yeah we're ninety nine percent gonna be there. This is gonna this is gonna, this is gonna come out tomorrow, and uh, I'm gonna get judged by some people. I'm I'm on the the USA board of directors, so like I I should go to nationals. It's only like three days because it's not really nationals. It's like not nationals in the United States. Uh, it's, so it's going to just be a long unicycle weekend, but ah, it's like a $600 plane ticket for the weekend, you know? Yeah. <sighs> Stupid. But also, you know, it's been locked down, you know, like, I mean, you know, it's, yeah, I know. Every, every time I've gone to a unicycle event and if it's been a little bit uncomfortable financially or whatever, like it's always been worth That's it. That's a good point. And there's people, um, but yeah, obviously do what you can to not, uh, you know, don't, don't put, yeah, don't put yourself in too much. I'm just going to throw but... it on the credit card and yeah. go. <laughs> just gonna swipe, take it visa and, uh, <laughs> and just be there. And you know, it's, uh, they have all this cool merch. If anyone's going to go to not NAUCC, which is, by the way, it's next weekend, guys. It's uh, the July 1st, 2nd, 3rd. Oh my gosh. Uh, they have this sweet messenger bag that they're like, Selling as like one of the items for the event, and I'm gonna buy it. It's like forty bucks or something like that. And I, it's like, if there was really, I sometimes wish some of the events had like all the merch, like coffee cups, you know, travel bags. Like uh, I still have all the silly stuff. Like uh, I, one of the Unicons had the silly water bottles uh, that you could fill up. I'm like, I love that shit. I, I don't know if I'm just a pack rat or something, but like, I want all the stupid. Unicycle memorabilia. So I feel like every every uni unicycle enthusiast is you know all about that. Like, yeah, they're great. All that kind of stuff. Underrated item. You know, I've stolen a, a couple of them. I don't know if people people have seen them in my house. I'm not, you know, but I have like the flags. The the totally totally Jackson. This is the the Unicon New Zealand flag. It's pinned up because of my board here. And then there's like a big Unicon Italy flag. Uh, some of the other events didn't have flags, but uh. 
Uh, yeah, if if they sold those, oh, I would buy like the full like <laughs> Unicon flag for like every every single event. Yeah, uh, and just hang them in my house, just everywhere, just fill up all my rooms. Worth it. Well, Tyrion, hour thirty. People are gonna like be checking out because we're talking so long. Yeah, we'll call it. Yeah, I think so. I think so. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for talking to me. Uh, and hey, everyone, uh, check out Tyrion's stuff. You know, we'll we'll post some some Instagram links. So YouTube. We'll definitely post Unicycle Maintenance on there. Yep, perfect. Yep, SDFU London. Uh, yeah, check it, check it out if you need need some motivation for a ride or anything like that. Yeah. Or motivation for maintenance? Or, yeah. Or motivation to take it to your bike shop instead? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, Tyrion, thanks for talking with me, everyone. Till next time. Cheers, Phil.